Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Lee Goldberg, and you're listening to TV Confidential with Ed Robertson. Ed Robertson with a reminder that we will play part two of a conversation that began last week with John Burlingame later on this hour. John Burlingame, author of music for Primetime, A History of American Television Themes, and scoring. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is Michael Connolly. Michael Connolly, New York Times best-selling author and the creator of the Harry Bosch, Renee Ballard, and Lincoln Lawyer novel series. Michael's latest novel, Resurrection Walk, is a Lincoln Lawyer novel that also features Harry Bosch, in which Mickey Hallard, the Lincoln Lawyer, enlists the help of his half-brother, Harry Bosch, to prove the innocence of a woman convicted of killing her ex-husband. Resurrection Walk becomes available in bookstores everywhere on Tuesday, November 7th, as well as Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. For more on Michael Connolly, michaelconnolly.com. Michael Connolly is also the executive producer of Bosch and Bosch Legacy, both of which are available right now for streaming on demand on Amazon Prime and Amazon Freebie, and both of which star Titus Welliver as Harry Bosch. Michael is also the executive producer of The Lincoln Lawyer, the Netflix series starring Manuel Garcia Rufo as Mickey Haller. Before we went to break, we were talking to Michael about the development of The Lincoln Lawyer, the Netflix series, and particularly his experience working with David E. Kelly. He and I and a couple other people went to Netflix and pitched this is what the show is. He was so amazingly on point and wonderful in the way he could relate and relate who Mickey Haller is. Um, it was a wonder to be in that room. And, you know, I pitched stuff in Hollywood. I've been in other pitches from other people talking, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody able to grasp the story and sell it to uh, TV executives in what amounts to about a 20-minute pitch. Mm -hmm. He was fabulous, and no wonder he has the success he has. I want to circle back to something you talked about earlier when you write your novels. It's It's a solitary process as all writing is, but... Um, given the research that you do, and you have people on Team Connolly who helps you, you know, verify certain things. Even though it's a solitary process, as you you're, you are the writer, there is some collaboration involved in the writing of your novels. With television, it's totally collaborative, and when you enter that game, you have to to be willing to give up some of your control in order for the benefit of seeing your characters adapted for the screen. As as a book writer. Was it was it difficult at first for you to cede control, or did it, or does it depend on the people you're working with? The people go a long way towards kind of calming any fears you might have about mm-hmm. giving your baby away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I was, you know, I I'm pretty cautious about, it and I I think like uh, the streaming world is so different from the film world. I've had two movies made, and I had nothing to do with them. Uh, you know, I was kind of like invited as a guest to watch the filming, things like that. But in the film world,
world, for some reason, they don't want the originator, the book writer, around. I guess they could, that, the book writer, he did, like what he sees so public, like, I hate this movie or something. <laughs> the streaming world, the TV world is, is quite different. And like, you know, 10 years ago, when Amazon said, let's make this show, I got, I puffed my chest out and said, hey, but I'm coming with it. And they go, of course, we wouldn't want to make it if you're not involved. And that's totally opposite of what happened in the film world. And so that happened again a few years ago when Netflix wanted to do it. Um, they wanted to be involved as the originator of the character. So going into TV, a lot of that fear is, is not there. You're right. I don't have contractual controls over things, but people listen to me in TV. They don't want me to be upset. They don't want me to feel that uh, we're not getting to the essence of what I've written in these characters. And so it's been a very good ride for me um, because my characters are, are in the hands of people who don't want to change them. They have to get to them and, and make a good show of it. And uh, that is a wonderful place to be. You're, you're actively involved in the writing of both the Bosch shows and the Lincoln Lawyer TV show. In, in, in a way, your involvement with the writing reminds me of the extent to which Earl Stanley Gardner was involved when, he, uh, when Perry Mason was on the air in that he stayed out of the realms of productions that were beyond his purview, but with regard to the writing and, and the way his character, the Mason character in particular, was portrayed and the authenticity of uh, he, he was a stickler to make sure that the law was portrayed authentically every week as well. It, you know, from what I understand, that's pretty much how you approach the, the writing on the TV versions of your shows. And, and as you mentioned before, there's, there's a mutual respect in that they're, they're smart enough to know, hey, we got the creator on our team. Let's work with them to make this as good as it can be. Yeah, that's that really is the way it is, which is um, really cool uh, for me. Um, and, and I'm kind of the same as Earl Stanley Gardner. Where I can contribute is the right. Mm -hmm. You know, I go to the set and so forth. Sometimes there's to be like the guys at a boy, you know, the actors and so forth. But I don't know anything about acting. I don't know anything about camera angles and all that kind of stuff. So it's really a vanity thing for me when I'm on set. I don't really contribute by then the scripts are written and all that. And uh, so, like, I pretty much spend my time, what time I can get to the project, and none of it is full-time because I consider myself a full-time book writer. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, rooms once or twice a week and uh, contribute where I can, um, talk about, give ideas. And it's fun because you mentioned how writing, all writing is solitary, but... Book writing is very solitary. It's you in a room by yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you go into a writing room or a TV show where there's seven or eight people and you already know how good they are as writers and so forth, there's a lot of camaraderie, a lot of joking, a lot of pranking, all the stuff you have in a typical office. It kind of reminds me of way back when I was a paper reporter and I'd be in a newsroom full of other writers. Uh, so it's a, a refreshing experience for me um, after 30 years of writing books. And it's just fun. Um, so that's uh, that's one reason why I come back to it a lot. You know, it's not like I really have to be there to start Harry Bosch or Mickey Haller. The people in that room are already dead. 
they're safeguarding these characters. But I like being there. I like with them. Michael Connolly is on the line with us. Michael Connolly, creator of the best-selling Harry Bosch, Renee Ballard, and Lincoln Lawyer novel series and the executive producer of Bosch and Bosch Legacy, both of which are available right now streaming on demand, Amazon Prime and Amazon Freebie, and the Lincoln Lawyer, the Netflix series starring Manuel Garcia Rufo as Mickey Haller. Michael's latest novel, Resurrection Walk, is a Lincoln Lawyer novel that also features Harry Bosch. Resurrection Walk, available bookstores everywhere Tuesday, November 7th, as well as Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item for our listeners in Northern California. Our friend Robert Crane will be in conversation with commercial artist John Cerny at the Triton Museum of Art, 1505 Warburton Avenue in Santa Clara on Saturday, November 18th, beginning at 12 noon. John Cerny, of course, nationally renowned artist whose larger-than-life works of art are often meant to be viewed from a distance. Some of John's works are currently on display at the Triton Museum of Art. The event with John Cerny and Robert Crane is free, open to the public, including free parking, and will include drinks and light snacks. For more information, tritonmuseum.org forward slash events, tritonmuseum.org forward slash events. Hello, this is Louise Sorrell. I'm talking to TV Confidential, and you should tune in because they're really wonderful. Michael Conley also wrote the introduction to the Musso and Frank Grill book, a beautiful full-color coffee table book that celebrates the 100-plus year history of the venerable Hollywood restaurant. You once pointed out, Michael, that Musso and Frank is sort of an anomaly in Hollywood, in that Hollywood is a city of constant reinvention, and yet part of the charm of Musso and Frank is that it has basically remained unchanged for 100 years. Yeah, I mean, well, that's interesting that you know about the introduction. But um, it's a grand old place. I go there a lot. Just personally, I go there to eat, have a martini every now and then. Uh, but they've also allowed us to film in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the boss show has been in there, I don't know, probably too many times to count. <laughs> so there's a, um, there's a good, a really good relationship. With the uh, Mark, the guy who's third generation owner of the restaurant, and uh, and us uh, and and me, and it's just it's a place to be. But you're right; everything changes so rapidly in Los Angeles, and we have a place that have changed in a hundred years. This is probably a stupid question. Let me ask it anyway. How is Bosch, the book character, different from Bosch? the TV character, or are they different at all? Well, they're on different tracks. The guy in the book is uh, born in 1950 and, uh, you know, do the math, 70 <laughs> years And Titus is much, much younger than that. And so that is a big difference. And I think his relationship with the, his daughter is, I, I feel it's much closer on the TV show. Um, and uh, and that's one of the things I enjoy about the TV show is that Madeline Lins, who plays Maddie Bosch, as you know, we hired her. It was only her second acting job television, and she was 14 years old. We didn't know what we would get, and she 
10 years become a really fine actress. And, um, and that's a lot of that from the developer. And uh, so to see them act together, I love that stuff. But I often watch that or that in my books. So that's, I think, a big difference. You know, Harry Bosch is a, is a Vietnam War veteran. We, with Titus, they couldn't make that work. So he, he's a, an Iraq War veteran. So there's, there's things dictated by the changes uh, between the ages of these guys. And I think that's mostly what accounts for the difference. How did you know that Titus was the right guy to breathe life into Harry Bosch when the Bosch series came to be? Well, we had, um, this is like a, one of my proud moments that made me feel like I was a real TV <laughs> Um, we, we started out, we, we were given six weeks to find Harry Bosch. The most important question, uh, question we had for the whole thing was who was going to play Harry Bosch. And, and Eric Overmeyer, who's the showrunner, was saying that, you know, the book is very internal. We have to find something to present what's going on inside, that we see the wheels turning, or we see the baggage, or we see the wounds, or the, the pain. And uh, and he said that's pretty hard. You know, you don't want someone who says, "Hey, I'm wounded or I'm carrying baggage." It's got to be projected in some way. And I had seen Titus Welver playing uh, a guest role on a TV show called Touch, where over two episodes he was like a guest star who was suffering from um, PTSD, and he didn't have to say, "Hey, I have PTSD." You could see it in his eyes. And so I threw his name into the hat when we had six weeks to um, find our Bosch. And, uh, the, you know, and I had no idea whether people, like, we had casting directors, we had producers, <laughs> writers in the room. I had no idea whether to say, oh, that guy's a terrible actor, that guy's work with. And instead they said, we really love him for this, but he's making a movie in Hong Kong, and he's not available for our six weeks. So his, like, name was scratched off the list and then the weeks went by and we talked to many uh, different actors and auditioned many different actors and we weren't finding the guy that could project that stuff I'm talking about and literally in the sixth week we got word that Titus was coming back to visit his family for a while and he's coming back from the Hong Kong and he would only be here a few days and we implored his people is there any I know he, his family is important he's coming back see them, but is there any way we can grab him for an hour and just talk to him about this role? And they set it up, came in on Saturday. Uh, he had read the script while flying back to Hong Kong. He did a uh, audition of a key scene from the first script. And it, right in the room, everyone instinctively knew the guy. I knew it right as I saw this. And uh, uh, so we, we thanked him. Uh, and he left to go to the park, my park, and right away, all seven people in there were going like, it's him, right? It's him. Yeah, yeah, it's him. But they said, go out there, instruct someone, go out to the parking lot, bring him back here. And they brought him back in and offered him the job, and he took it. And uh, that was a, a great day because you know, we hadn't even filmed anything. But we all felt we had, had found the guy that really captured the essence of Harry Bosch. There's a saying that I live by, Michael. I, I think it's either Scottish or Irish in origin, but it it's um, it goes, if it's for you, 
it will not move past you. And that certainly was the case when it came to um, casting Titus. It certainly sounds like that was the case when it came to t uh, casting Titus as Harry Bosch in the Amazon series. Yeah, very similar thing I heard over and over. You know, this was my first television, not my first television show, but, you know, I'm really being active in the television show and the development of it. And all the veterans that have been on last TV and so forth, they all said you'll know it when you see it. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll be an almost instant thing that tells you this is the right person. And that's exactly what happened. Mike Connolly's on the line with us. Michael's uh, latest novel, Resurrection Walk, is a Lincoln lawyer novel that also features Harry Bosch, uh, in which Mickey Haller, the Lincoln lawyer, enlists the help of his half-brother, Harry Bosch, to prove the innocence of a woman convicted of killing her ex-husband. Resurrection Walk becomes available in bookstores everywhere Tuesday, November 7th, as well as Amazon.com. One more question, if I can, please. Um, I, I understand that you have another series in development based on your works. This is a series called Avalon, and I understand, at least as of the last thing I read, ABC was involved. Is that still the case? And are, to what extent are you able to talk about that? Well, I can talk about it, but not a good story. ABC passed. We shot a pilot. David Kelly wrote it. did a great job. ABC passed on so it doesn't kill it, but it doesn't have a home right now. And we're working on that. Everything's been stalled by strikes and so forth. Yeah. And uh, so I'm not giving up hope yet on Avalon, but it's a good idea and a good show. And as David Kelly thought, so hopefully we'll live to see another day. But right now, bottom line is nothing is happening. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you another thing, though, that um, Ballard, that's in development. Now and we have a writing room working on script, and we're hoping to get a go ahead on that from Amazon soon. Um, and now I'm quite excited about that. So there could be more stuff coming. Well, when there's more stuff coming, I hope one day you'll visit us again on TV Confidential so we could talk about that and more. I'd be happy to. Resurrection Walk becomes available in bookstores everywhere Tuesday, November 7th, as well as Amazon.com. For more on Michael Connolly, MichaelConnolly.com. Michael Connolly, thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. Thank you. We will shift gears and talk some more about our favorite TV themes with John Burlingame in just a second. But first, we've got about a minute left. Enough time to tell you that Michael Connolly recently interviewed our friend Lee Goldberg about his new crime thriller novel, Malibu Burning, and an event sponsored by the city of Agoura Hills and the Friends of the Agoura Library. I was in the audience that night. It was a wonderful opportunity to listen to two of the best mystery writers today talk shop with each other. That 90-minute event was recorded, and the video of that is posted for viewing on demand and for free on the City of Agoura Hills YouTube channel. If all goes well, Lee Goldberg will join us again soon on TV Confidential. In the meantime, take a quick time out, then John Burlingame, author of Music for Primetime, will join us. We come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at 
TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.